and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia, and I am here today with my co-host, Ashley. And today, I am trying to give you guys some spooky content for spooky season. I don't know how spooky it is, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, just... I think it ar- it is arguably, like, peak peak spooky yeah okay that's good that's good i don't know if i'm accurate in that statement but. i mean i think some people would definitely argue that um but our theme for today is stephen king movies. i mean have you seen the man it's pretty spooky <laughs> stephen king movies stephen king books stephen king media in general now you're overcompensating for your dog's panting yeah, Canyon Sound here running around again, being a loud mouth for no reason. So enjoy that. It just adds to the spooky, you know, vibes. Like, is he outside your house? <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh my goodness. All right, so I don't think either of us would call ourselves Stephen King connoisseurs. No, I wouldn't even call myself a fan. I really wouldn't either. <laughs> but the man has written so many (laughs) he's very successful (laughs) that you can't help but be like somewhat familiar with his work you know when you watch as much stuff as we do (laughs) yeah you 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 come across a stephen king story here there yeah so i got a list here we can kind of i'm on wikipedia (laughs) we can kind of work through my thoughts i guess um do you have a favorite stephen king movie hmm movie specifically it can be a show it can be a book i don't know if i've seen shows it can be your favorite book and your favorite movie they can be different okay um what am i what am i looking at um i think my favorite stephen king book was is the cell okay um i don't necessarily stand by that statement because i think it's probably been 10 years since i read that book all right i have not i'm not familiar with the cell um i think it's also a movie and i just learned that last week so i've never Hmm. seen the movie um i enjoyed the book it's basically a zombie book Okay. Um, I think there's like a virus of sorts that gets passed around through cell phones. Oh. So if you answer the call, you become one of the undead. So there's like this ensemble cast running around trying to fight the dead or something to that effect. It's been a minute. Um, I listened to that book and really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure about favorite Stephen King movie. Um, I don't, disclaimer, I don't feel fully, uh, educated in the realm of Stephen King. I mean, me neither. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm pretentious enough Mm. to actually form an opinion here. I see. Um, you know, little humble brag there on my part, but. (laughs) I mean, that, I I do feel like the pretentious Stephen King fans, uh, are kind of like, the curtains were blue, you know, fans. Pretentious Stephen King 
fans would come for us. Well, yeah, they if would. If they knew we existed. They would. So, and I, but I just feel like they, they take whatever he gives and, like, breathe even more yeah. smartness into it and intentionality more than, than it Stephen deserves. King ever wrote into it, the story. Yeah, I would, so. <laughs> I would like to hear some serious arguments on the dome, or under the dome, whatever it's called, because... Oh, yes. I don't really have a lot of justification for that book, and I read it. That's <laughs> All 1,000-whatever pages of it. I read it. Um, as for movies, skimming a list here, I think I really enjoyed the 1989 Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Is that just because I love Dale Midkiff? Possibly. Um... <laughs> I never watched the original Pet Cemetery. Um, you had me watch the remake. Because I wanted to see it, and it mm-hmm. was not as good. <laughs> it was... You see, here's the thing about me and scary movies in general. I like a good scary movie. I like to get creeped. I like to be a little spooked. You know, it's fun. But I really hold issue with movies that are just gory or movies that are just disturbing. And I wouldn't say Pet Cemetery necessarily falls into either one of those, but I didn't feel like it did the spookiness well enough for me, and it kind of leaned on the like, oh, we want to be disturbing <laughs> vibes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know if that's just like gruesome murder children or <laughs> what I just find more disturbing, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember it very well mm-hmm. <clears throat> mostly because i was comparing it to the original yeah. and it's been a long time since i watched the original as well so it's kind of like ah uh, the original was so good yeah. was it i don't know i can't <laughs> actually say that um, i would like to watch the original and i think it was better i think it was it's an interesting concept if i recall well i like the concept mm-hmm. i think that is a scary concept yeah. and i didn't love the way the mo- new new movie portrayed it yeah I don't know that the 1989 one was outstanding, but I think they did a better job. And neither of us read that book, right? No. Mm -hmm. So maybe the book's great, but we can't Mm -hmm. vouch. I doubt that, but we can move into that conversation (laughs) later. Um, For being disturbing for disturbing sake, I feel like The Shining... Uh, is yes. that you know i have read multiple articles and i don't know if they're <coughs> true about or like i don't know okay multiple articles is exaggerating i've probably like read an article and seen multiple headlines um about the fact that i think stephen king himself didn't like that movie really interesting he didn't like stanley Co- it's stanley kubrick right who did the shining and Could be. um it's right here. I've read that he doesn't he doesn't really like it, <laughs> which is odd because that's like known it's as the classic film, what you know. He's known for almost. But I haven't read his book. No, I haven't. So read maybe that is based off of. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if the book is called The Shining. It might have a different title. Yeah, I don't know. But um, so maybe it's totally different vibes. And like watching Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. I could maybe see that being the case mm-hmm. because Doctor Sleep's vibes yeah. did not match no. The Shining's very art noir film horror vibe. Yeah, things. I just kind of feel like I don't know. It's a very visual movie. It's only visual. Yep, exactly. I feel and maybe that is you know artistic liberty yeah. that just kind of got lost. Because I could see that maybe being really good in a book. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things where it's like, I mean, it's two medium extremes, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's, 
you only have words in the book and as much as you're trying to use them to make visuals you do not have the power of a visual Mm -hmm. and i feel like the shining is one of those movies that leans into movies are a visual art and that that's what it is and it's like an art piece more than anything else because it's you know showcasing that side of movies where we're not going to tell you what's happening we're not going to have much dialogue we're just going to like show you this really disturbing scene and you can Mm -hmm. take it from there you know and um it is it does lean into that just disturbing horror you know more than not that it's not creepy and spooky but it's definitely leaning towards that like oh we're gonna startle you with this really gross thing yeah for no reason it's really upsetting for no explained reason like maybe maybe there's more explanation wasn't there like a furry suit giving a you know what like yeah yeah like Mm -hmm. where's the explanation for that i don't know maybe that's not even in the book (laughs) i don't know i mean that seems specifically stephen king to me but maybe that's unfair stephen king likes his gross meaningless (coughs) gross things but i also just feel like the shining as a movie is just jack nicholson being jack nicholson well i feel that way about all jack nicholson (laughs) but the shining feels like yeah but they were like i don't know they were like jack baby Baby. (laughs) 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 i i have a concept for you just just run with it. I know you've got this. Okay? And he did. And he did. And he thought he had it, you know, but he didn't quite. And <laughs> it was like, I like the Joker. It's fine. He was like, had he at that point? Um, I, I guess I don't know. <clears throat> it's from 1980. When was he the Joker? I have no idea. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know, him just trying to be a psycho in a house. That's mm. just kind of how I feel about that movie in yeah. general. And it's like, I don't know, did you need a house, Jack? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sure, it's the house that means yeah, sure. I don't know, but like, uh, that's that's kind of my feeling, honestly. Yeah. It's like, does Jack Nicholson need a reason to be yeah. scary? Right. Well, like, like, what if they had picked, like, Steve Zahn, you know? <laughs> and we'd be like, something's up with this place, you know? Yeah, because he would never. <laughs> exactly. Jack Nicholson, though, I he mean, would. you just gotta look Tuesday, at him wrong. You know, yeah. Give him a little more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess bridging right into there, we could bridge to the, one of my favorite movies of that I've seen of Stephen King which was Dr. Sleep, which was probably the least scary movie I've seen of Stephen yeah. King. I didn't really think it was scary at all. Dr. Sleep felt like fan fiction to me, but like in the best way. Where I was like, oh, this thing I didn't really like. Someone was like, we're going to kind of like take this concept that I stole yeah. from this thing and then like write my own complete different book. But like it was inspired by this character. Yeah. And um, I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was a very magical world very yeah. magical concepts i love the little girl i really liked ewan in that role um i thought it was great i mean that's where it felt so different it from the shining wholesome. where it was like here's this magical fantasy concept yeah and maybe that was the supposed shine. to be in the shining yeah but maybe that's why he didn't like stanley Kubrick's version. well it could be i kind of want to read dr sleep i haven't read either of these uh-huh. books so because i like the movie of dr sleep so much and it's one of his newer books yeah i'm like i should give it a try because i don't think i've read any of his new books so maybe he's grown as an author <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> when was 
when was Under the Dome written? Because that did not win a lot of points. No, did you watch the TV show for that? I have not. I would like to. Mm-hmm. Did it get canceled or did it like get its full? I don't know. Thing? <laughs> Basically, I knew it was coming out, and I thought, well, maybe they could do a better job with a show. Yeah, I want to watch that. It's on a network I can't get my hands on, mm. and then I don't know. Eight years passed or whatever, <laughs> so I have right. not watched it. Okay, the book came out in 2009, so it's not, like, one of his original books, but it's not new-new. If we're talking about 21st century books that he's written, I mean, maybe yeah. there's not a lot of hope for him. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, I mean, that one I don't feel got... It did. It got It got weird. Yeah. Weird. I mean, like you know, perverted weird yeah, on top of weird, weird weird. So here, I mean, we might as well just leap into it before we go any further. I think Stephen King movies are almost always better than Stephen King books because Stephen King has really great ideas and concepts and then I feel like he can never follow through with an ending and he struggles with the plot and the ending and he just like has these really great concepts and he always gets weird. And, like, maybe, like I said, maybe it's changed in recent years. But, like, I read all of It. He does ensemble cast really well. He does fun concepts really well. He does, like, It has all this, like, history of the town. And you're flashing forward and you're flashing back. And it's creepy and it's great. And then he ends it all with this god turtle thing and the power of friendship but it's not the power of friendship it's children having an orgy <laughs> with each other okay and i mean this is just the weird perverted <laughs> stuff that always creeps up in his books and often his books end with and it's just not okay and i just don't understand it. it's like well and i just ruined it steven and that's where movies are like steven we're not doing that you know and they'll just like take everything good with the book and strip out all the crap <laughs> And actually give it a good ending. You know, like, it defeated the clown by the power of friendship, not, you know, what, 17, like, 7, 11-year-old boys having sex with the one girl. Like, yeah, yeah wow, that's great, Stephen. That's that's not weird at all. No. Kids being kids. <laughs> and, like, I realize it was probably written in, like, you know, the 70s. Maybe uh, there were drugs involved. I don't know. But, like... That's still gross, It's still man. unacceptable. It's still really gross. And, like, you can say all you want. Hey, I make this excuse for people, too. Like, it's a different time. It was a different time. It wasn't that different of a time. Like, that doesn't make that okay. <laughs> I'm not sure there was ever a time that that would and be okay. And it sure okay. as heck doesn't make it good. You know? Yeah. Like, what couldn't have just been the power of friendship? You know? Like, no, it's not at that point. It's like boys coming of age by through a woman's vagina. <laughs> Again, not sure I possess a level of pretentiousness. <laughs> it's so bad. To appreciate. It's so disgusting. But, like, that's where it's really hard because, like, it was such a long book. Probably one of the longest books I've ever listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so long. It might have been longer than Anna Karenina. Mm-hmm. That's how long it was. But, like, it was good. It was a fun ride. And then, like, that's how we're going to end it. And yep. then, so you get to that point and you're like, well, I can't even... And there was weird parts, a lot of weird children sexual stuff at different times throughout that book, too. Like, there were, like, bullies 
exploring their sexuality with each other and all sorts of gross stuff. But, like, how can you recommend that book to anybody then? You know, like, this is great, but it ends in a child orgy. (laughs) So that's where I really like the movies. Like, It 1 and even It 2, which people didn't like as much, but, like, they're not gonna. It's about, like, the adults. Are you not going to address the original It? Oh. <laughs> we did watch that as well. Yeah. The miniseries. Yeah. I um, mean, that is the OG. It is. It That was weird. I, that, that, that felt like they were like, hey, let's take It and put it on, like, PBS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? That literally traumatized <laughs> hundreds of people. Am I Kudos for reading the first thing to try to correct that dumpster fire of a book ending. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't find it scary. Maybe it's just I mean, it was, it was too probably old. scary for the time. Yeah, right. And, like, I know that, was it Tim Curry? Yeah. I he's mean, he's great. Creepy. He's creepy. He's great. Love that guy. But, like, um... Yeah, I don't know. Did he do the audiobook? He might have. Um, he, uh, <laughs> Canyon. He's being so loud today. Oh, goodness. Um, he couldn't save the movie, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so had to wrestle something away from the dog and put him upstairs. So, um,. <clears throat> That being said, I stand by my comment that it, the original series, is the PBS Kids That's <laughs> an extreme take, but... <laughs> I mean, we watched the first one first, right? Pretty insulting. No. I mean, the new, the new part one. We watched that <laughs> We before. did not watch the first one first. We watched the new one first. Mm-hmm. So that probably tainted my my view of it a little bit. I just feel like everybody was a little bit still at that, like, what you get in 80s movies a lot like that. Oh, gosh, golly gee whiz, you know, where it's like that didn't really end in the 50s. That kind of continued and like. No, that's fair. I just I also feel like everyone who's afraid of clowns uh, harkens it to the original it. And I don't know if that's justified at this point in graphics. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really remember too much of it, but I don't think that first one had a lot of the like backstory, which I found to be really interesting in the novel a bit, like the backstory of Derry and all the terrible things that happened to the town, like even before the characters were there, Mm -hmm. which I don't know that there was a ton of that in, like, the new movies either, but Mm -hmm. I felt like it was hinted at, like, in the scary moments, like... Yeah, that's fair. And in the visions and stuff like that, it was hinted at more, and that was some of the most interesting parts of the book, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, Have you... You didn't see it to part two yet, right? When they're all adults? I don't know. I feel like I did, Mm -hmm. but... I don't remember it clearly, so maybe I didn't watch it, because you told me about it, so maybe that's all I'm remembering. I I, I feel like It Chapter 1 is such its own contained movie, Mm -hmm. because they completely separated it into two parts. Like, whether you think that was the right call or not, it's kind of nice that the first one, it's it's like its own little 
thing because I feel like that's why people love it is that like Sandlot vibes almost of the kids right fighting crime on their own like Scooby Doo you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but I would have to say it apart from the just like appalling ending of the book which I just cannot forgive might be in my opinion like his best work that I've consumed <laughs> sure there are plenty of classic Stephen King things that I have never seen or read. Like, I've never watched a Red Carrie. Yeah. Never Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Is that him? I think so. Hmm. And um, all sorts of stuff. Like, I, I'm sure, like, I, like we said, we are not, you know, aficionados. But, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think I know your favorite movie. I don't think it is. No, this, it probably isn't. What, you, what did you say before? I said Pet Cemetery, but I feel like that's a lie. Misery? Yes. I love Misery. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, no, Misery is my favorite movie. Thank you for that. I have not read the book. Um I loved that movie before I knew it was a Stephen King story. It almost doesn't feel like a Stephen King story. It's so good. It's so solid. <laughs> not that that's why. <laughs> well, is it not though? Uh. <laughs> It is so good. It is really just like a psychological thriller, you mm-hmm. know? And what a. I'm always kind of in awe that you can have like two characters basically only in a movie mm-hmm. and have it be so gripping. I mean, Kathy Bates, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> She's something. <laughs> She's a gift. Rosemary's Baby is not Stephen King. It's not? No. Wow, I've been lied to my whole life. No, just me lying to myself. Yeah. Who is it? Ira Levin. Oh. I don't know who that is. Why did I think it was Stephen King? Because it's horror. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> it just seems Stephen Kingy, you know. <laughs> anyway, yes, no, Misery is the best. Yeah. It's just a fun ride. I think my mother told me to watch that movie. I think I watched it with my mother. And my mom, for context, is not a horror (laughs) film buff. (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) Jodi. Like, not even a little bit. So, but I'm pretty sure she liked that movie. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's exciting. It almost doesn't feel like a horror movie. Like, it feels like a thriller. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, it isn't like... There's nothing supernatural. No, it's just a crazy woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. And what's that actor's name? He's the elf dad, right? The dad from Elf. Yeah, um, <laughs> what is his James name? James Conn? James Conn, yeah. He's also he in The Godfather. He did a good job, too. No, he's the dad from Elf. <laughs> no, he's also in The Godfather. He's also um, Scott Conn's father. Yes, so. that's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I think that's one of my favorites, too. I feel like if I had to pick a top three it would be it misery and dr sleep from what i've experienced which you're about to find out isn't that much (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's i really liked all of those all of them i was so surprised by dr sleep (laughs) like i don't know what i was expecting but it wasn't that and i was like wow this is you just love it because that native american man is in it what's his name i don't actually know. Matthias? Yeah, what is his real name? I do love him. He's wonderful. He's in stuff. I should know his name. I've known him my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) 
I loved him before. He's I like met my him. uncle, and yet here we are. <laughs> um, I think we can agree on the worst Stephen King thing we've ever seen, mm-hmm. which is the Netflix movie with the grass. My siblings still bring this up when they want to rightfully like, so ridicule me, and I'm like, I didn't know what this was when rightfully I was suggested so. that we like, watch I it. I think it was my idea, and I will carry that with me <laughs> for the rest of my days. Like, <laughs> what's my greatest regret? Possibly <laughs> choosing that movie for us to watch, because that's just we're never gonna get that back. No, you know, that was some hours. Like, we're never. Gonna there get were back. hours lost, innocence lost, like. <laughs> I just feel like that should have been <clears throat> such an easy movie to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like, mm-hmm. Children of the Corn is a thing, you know? Like, you get some corn, you get some tall grass. It's spooky. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that. I've Maybe it ends it. the same way. <laughs> Maybe. But I just feel like, what's scary? Being lost in some grass. Something hiding in some grass. Yeah. Like, this is age-old scariness. Mm-hmm. This is instinctually what we fear as mm-hmm. people, you know? Yep. Like... That should not be hard. I mean, what is the Lions movie that I love so much? Just in the Darkness? Yeah. Scary Lions, Tall Grass. Okay, mm-hmm. like, not that mind-blowing of a concept. No, nope. budget, movie. honestly. <laughs> but no, and like, I don't even know how, where to start. Like, well, it started out solid. Yeah. It started out exactly like you're saying. Yeah. It was people driving around. Yeah. They come across the grass. Yep. And then they get like lured into it, yeah. and then the it gets scary. <laughs> and, the, and, and it's like, and for a while you're like tracking with it. You're yeah. like, oh my gosh, what's the timeline? They're like mm, seeing each other knows? at a different point who in knows? time, and like you know, this version of this guy's talking to this version of this yeah. girl, and you're like, what is happening? Are we gonna find out? No, no. It the gets... woman's gonna have her baby oh. and eat it too. Uh. <laughs> I, okay, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish. I still don't really remember, know for sure what happened during that. But, like, (laughs) it was just, like, all of a sudden just, like, a series of disturbing childbirth, rapey, cannibalistic, murdery shots. Yep. And then it was over. Yep. I don't know what I learned, except for... Oh, so we no have learned applies to... <laughs> no! It was so bad. It was so bad. And, yeah, we all kind of got done with that movie and just looked at each other and we were like, what did we just watch? What did we just go through? I don't think it took that long. Like, I think we got to the part with the baby and we were yeah. all like... Which, like, they couldn't really show, so you knew it must have been bad. Whatever what it was that was supposed to be happening What with happened? Baby. Why are we here? Why have we chosen this? What have we done to ourselves? awful is what it was so that was the worst yeah um let's see what i have have you seen stand by me i have not i think so i have seen a movie by that title is that the um river phoenix movie i believe so yes and i believe that's known as like a classic friendship movie i don't think that's a which i never would have guessed was horror King. okay here we go I'm just going to skim this. It is based on The Body by Stephen King. Which, yeah, they find a body, okay? Which I didn't know when I watched the movie that that was, like, the thing, all right? I just was watching a movie. And I was like, okay, this is, like, The Sandlot. 
basically. Mm. It's kind That's of what a everyone says. coming of age movie with a bunch of boys hanging out together. I enjoyed it for the most part, and then they like find the body which maybe is that might be the premise at the beginning like that's what they're setting out to do they're like oh we heard there was a body let's go find it and then they do and they're like that's a body (laughs) and it was about the friends they made along the way oh ain't that always the way So I do feel like that's one thing that Stephen King does that everybody likes like he writes good ensemble casts yeah and they have fun chemistry and even though I can critique some of his, you know, like female characters, um, some crap. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a pretty good time for most of his movies. It's the chemistry before between the characters. Um, what else do I have on this list? Alrighty, so. Misery in... <laughs> I have on here Secret Window, which I didn't realize was a Stephen King thing, and apparently it's, like, inspired by a short story, or, like, it's based off of a short story by him. Versus a novel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember really liking that when I, like, I thought it was really creepy, and I yeah. was too young to really watch it, but I watched it. Because you were in love with Johnny Depp like every other I millennial woman. I was pretty fond of Johnny Depp. And this was, I think, probably right after, like, the first Pirates of the Caribbean came out. And it was like, yes, I'm going to watch the Johnny Depp movie. And I remember really liking it, even though there was a disturbing... I mean, there was probably a lot of disturbing scenes. The one that really bothered me was when he finds his dog with the screwdriver through his skull. Yeah. Not okay. You don't mess with the dogs, all right? Um... And yeah, that was one of those, just like, and he was the craziness all along, you know? And a typical Stephen King plot of a writer <laughs> yeah, going insane right, and not realizing it. Um, but yeah, I remember liking it, and I remember scaring my brother after we watched it. What? That was fun. On purpose? <laughs> yeah, like, there's that scene where he's, like, in the corner and, like, behind the door, and he's got, like, the hat on, and he, yeah. like, slowly opens the door. Yeah. And I, like, hid in my brother's room with a hat nice. on. And, like, slowly opened the door. That was fun. Excellent. Um, I love that for you. I, it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you actually scare him? I think so. Excellent. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I remember liking that, but I haven't, I literally haven't seen it since, I don't think. I might even own it, but I have, no, maybe I don't. I don't think I've seen it since, so I can't vouch if it holds up, but, you know, like, 11, 12-year-old Lydia yeah. thought it was I mean, I great. saw it when I was older than that, and I remember enjoying it as well, so. Mm-hmm. so exciting, kind of creepy and disturbing, without being, like, right. too much, mm-hmm. except for the dog part, that's not great. Mm-hmm. That's always a upsetting way to send a message but yeah no yeah. kidding no i don't know that's good have you read or watched the stand i'm pretty sure my sister abby just read the stand and really liked it and i think she said it was like pandemic-y so like she like it had a good ending she really liked it or she no. liked it except for the ending or despite the i didn't ask her about the ending but I- <laughs> that's how i felt about under the dome i was yeah. like i i liked this 
but not the ending. <laughs> this is a constant theme. Man. No, I have not read The Stand. I have not watched The Stand. Mm. I kind of wanted to watch The Stand. Same with wanting to watch Under the Dome because I felt like maybe that would be a better investment of my time. Right, right. And maybe they could do a good job. I don't know. Yeah, have a climactic ending, you know, like, and not just like, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> That's the sound of Aliens. <laughs> That was under the dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then aliens. Oh, and, and then, then orgy. Oh, and then you know, I was just like, really? Come on now. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. don't have to like surprise us. Is that you think that's the point? Like, I don't know. Like the subverting expectations podcast. Yeah, like, maybe. Is it just like I have to have a twist? But it's not a twist if it's just like making something up. You know, that's not a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just not a twist, guys. Um, I read Cujo. Okay. And Cujo is a very simple story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had one of the freakiest beginning, like, what is that called? I want to say prelude, but that's a musical term. Prologue. Prologue. Yep. <laughs> Like preface, I don't think that's it either. Um, prologues. It had one of the creepiest prologues I think I've ever read, and it spooked me. And I was like, "Whoa, this is creepy!" And it, it is kind of part of his, like the mythology that he's created. Yeah. Which I wish I could speak to that more. I think that is cool. That's probably something Stephen King does well. Um, I know it has like. He's, like, tried to connect everything, which I think is a little much. Like, you can have your... That's a lot to connect. It's a lot of weirdness. You don't have to connect at all. And I'm not sure that he even tries or if just, like, the fans do that. Mm. You know, we're like... And then this dimension. It's like, okay, but then it's not really connected. You know, if it's, like, another dimension, it's not really connected. Like, just let it be. Um, But Cujo, in that first bit, it talks about, like, the evil. And it's definitely, like the evil from Derry, you know, mm-hmm. like how he talks about that. And I really like that aspect of his stories. I like his stories that deal with that mm-hmm. because I think it's a really neat concept. I think it's kind of a very true concept, you know, of sin nature and wickedness and Satan and all these things. And like the evil takes over and it grips them and it does it makes people do these dark things. And, um, so yeah, and it kind of like has a starting chapter of like the evil and it shows up in this one man and they thought that the evil left that town for a while because that man who did these terrible things died and then like it, but the Surprise. evil showed up again in this kid, little boy's closet, the monster in his closet and like it was really, that whole part was really terror. like it was so creepy and so well written. It, do you think that's the key? Do you think that Stephen King writes short stories really well? Maybe. And the longer the book, the worse the ending? Maybe. I haven't mm. actually read a short story by him, but maybe that's what I should give a chance yeah. next. Because I, I think he's a concept guy. Yeah. Obviously. Look at all the stuff he's right. done. He has a million concepts uh-huh. for a million books. And um, no shade. Like, we're all good at something. <laughs> Not great at other things. Um... Well, and he's a good writer. He is a good I mean, writer. I've, he writes co- very compelling things. I enjoy his, his writing style mm-hmm. of what I've read of it. It's Me too. just a lot sometimes. Yeah. And it can get not really vulgar for no worth reason. Worth 
the ending. <laughs> yeah, agreed. The the crassness is a bit much, yeah. and the sexual stuff is a bit much, and the endings is a the bit lackluster. <laughs> thousand pages to get aliens is like, a bit much. Yes, uh-huh. but he's got very enjoyable writing. I agree with that, and like. Cujo, like, being trapped in the car with a rabid dog, like, and being in the dog's thoughts and everything, because, like, the evil took over the dog, and it was good for what it was, Mm -hmm. you know, being trapped in the car with a dog, like, it it was really solid, but I haven't watched the movie, I know that's a very old, (laughs) probably cheesy movie, with probably an animatronic dog puppet. Yes. Um, I kind of want to watch it. I want it. (laughs) I also kind of don't want to watch it, because, like... You don't want to ruin the magic for yourself. Well, I also like. I probably like you it because I do find that scary. Like, animals with rabies is something that really freaked me out as a kid. Like, all there's way too much children literature that involves animals with rabies. Yeah. Just heads up. Why are we doing this? Um, old Yeller comes to mind. <laughs> but um, I, I don't think that movie would scare me because it's you know. It's probably it's a like Jaws, you yeah. know, like I think that's the time period. Yeah. So, um, but I also really love Saint Bernard, so I'm like that'll probably make me sad too. If I'm not scared, I'll be sad, you know. But anyway, <laughs> all that to say, I enjoyed listening. I listened to it on audiobook. I really enjoyed Cujo. Um, did you read any other of his books? You said Under the Dome and Cell, right? Yes. I read his on writing book, which is nonfiction. I did not. I feel um, like I've read the book, though, because so many people I know have read the book and have told me about the Um, I may have read others. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's been a long time if I have, but yeah. I also might not have. Those might have been my only tastes. Yeah. Did you like on writing? I know, like, my dad did. I think I liked parts of it. Mm-hmm. I think I felt like other parts were Stephen Kingy, you know? Oh, uh, yes. Like any 50-year-old man writing to the world and but. gifting us with the present, the present, the gift that is his opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not to go off on a feminist rant. Um, uh, no, I get the vibes. I think, I think everyone gets the vibes. <laughs> I also feel like... I have a writing style that, like, I could relate to Stephen King, like, just in how I phrase things sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like that about his writing. I find it very easy to read because of that. Right. Um, So I think I liked his nonfiction book Mm. and felt it helpful, and I agreed with a lot of it, but... I think there were parts of it that uh, weren't that great as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I feel like the writing craft books are a little dicey. Yeah. No, even the best ones are because they're so definitive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there is not one way to write something. Right. You know? And there's not one method to be a writer. There's not one way to be a writer. Mm-hmm. And there's not one way to tell a good story. No. And as much as I can agree with like things like plot structure and a plot skeleton and how most of our media has those beats that's all true but like they also don't have to and that's kind of a modern thing like if you read old classic novels they don't have those things sure don't and yet we still regard them as great so like 
there is freedom in writing. Right. There should be. And we shouldn't narrow ourselves so much to what one person says, you know, get up at 6 a.m. every day. And right. Well, and blah, I blah, 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 blah. It doesn't work for everybody. have said stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, most craft books are like that. Which, to be fair, is probably how he is able to live his life. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's done very well. Yeah. So if you just, if it's just like, oh, this is what I do, well, that's fine. Yeah. I just feel like often they're very much like, and then this is what you have to do. And I, I haven't read his, but yeah, I've read a lot of craft books, time. writing craft books. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's often the takeaway. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So yeah, I always feel like read them with a grain of salt and don't, you know, like write what's going to make you write and write how, like, whatever works for you to keep writing. That's what you should do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, I um do you have any like Stephen King books or movies where you're like, Oh yeah, I wanna read that or watch that someday. I feel that way about the cell. I want to revisit it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the movie, I think, but mm-hmm. I think I wanna read the book first because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I liked it. Yeah. And if that's the case, I wanna keep it that way, whether regardless of the movie. Right. Um but I would like to see it. Um I would like to watch the Under the Dome show. Mm-hmm. Maybe do some research first because if it got canceled and no one liked it, maybe it's not worth it. Never got finished or whatever. Yeah, and um, same with the stand. Sure, yeah, that I would, would like, be fun. I would like to watch that, but I don't really know where it's at or how it's doing. Yeah, me neither. Um, I would like to experience Carrie in some form or fashion. I was going to say that, too. I think there's, like, three remakes of it. Right. right I think so. Um, Like, I know the story of Carrie, I think. It's pretty basic. I think it's, like, teen girl gets picked on, gets pushed to the edge. Yeah. Has telekinetic powers. Nice. Pig's blood is involved, you know. And then I think she, like, kills the school or something like that. Sure. Because they throw pig's blood on her. Nice. <laughs> well, experience. Let it. me know Done. if let me know if I'm right in my <laughs> breakdown. Those sort of, <laughs> the things I've gleaned about Carrie. Yeah. There's also like Shawshank Redemption, and like Green Mile, and right? Like Green Mile. And, and I don't know anything about those except the titles are big. <laughs> yes, Tom um, Hanks is in one of them, right? Um, Green Mile, maybe? Sure. I, I feel like <laughs> maybe both of those I saw, like, snippets of mm-hmm. as, like, a 13-year-old. Like, okay. maybe my brother was watching it because he heard it was good, and I walked in the room and was like, this is disturbing, and left, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> Them's the vibes. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I... I I don't think there's any movies that I've seen or books that I've seen of his where I'm like, I know I don't want to watch or read that. But the only ones that are really on my radar that like, yeah, I want to get to that is I think I would like to watch Cujo seen as I read the book. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I would be curious to see that as well mm-hmm. because it's also like an iconic one. People reference it all the time. Right. And I think at this point, I would like to read Dr. Sleep. And if there are books, if anybody reads Stephen King books and knows the answer, please tell me um, if there are books that are, like, tied into that Dr. Sleep, like, yeah, it could following be. the other characters or something like that. 
I'd be curious about those mm-hmm. books. I think they'd be really fun. Have you you have you read The Shining? Mm-mm. Maybe you should read The Shining. Yeah, see see if it's different from mm-hmm. the movie. That might be a good idea too. Maybe it goes into more things like The Shine, you know, because right. I talk about that so much in Doctor Sleep. Um, I uh, yeah, I think those are my biggest ones. If Misery was a book, that might be fun to read. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was a book, right? Like I don't think he ever does just movies. I don't think so. Um, he's just a writing machine. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are the ones I, I'd be most curious about. Uh, I mean, it might be fun to read Pet Cemetery too. I don't know. Yeah, I would guess that's a creepy book. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a new book that I saw. I, I hate this when this happens to me because I can like picture the cover, but I cannot think of the name for yeah. the life of me in the last couple of years by Stephen King. That wasn't Dr. Sleep that I was like a book. Yeah, I think so. That I saw and I was like, that sounds like a fun premise. And that's kind of how I usually approach his books where I'm like, if that sounds like a fun premise, maybe I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if that sounds like it's up my alley. But now I can't remember what it was. Maybe having something to do with the woods. But I don't know the title. It had anything to do with the woods. <laughs> it's not helpful. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got... Let's see. What's recent to you? Last five years. Okay. End of Watch. Mm. Gwendy's Button Box. Oh, that's definitely not it. Sleeping Beauties. Nope. <laughs> the Outsider. That could be it potentially. Can I see the cover? That looks like that looks your like vibes. that looks like my vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't read the description. I probably saw the cover and was like, "Ooh, that looks like my vibes." <laughs> oh yeah, mm. that sounds it, like a great <laughs> premise. Is it my vibes? <laughs> Does it pass yeah. the vibe check? <laughs> I think it passes the vibe check. It's a little dark. What does it say? Um. It's a little R-rated. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we have talked about child orgy. Well, that's how podcast, it starts. So, so oh, well. In Flint City, Oklahoma, the remains of a brutally murdered, raped, and mutilated child named Ew. Frankie Peterson are found by a man walking his dog. Oh. So there you go. True crime. Vibe checks? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of true crimey. Yeah. But, um, okay. Hold on. Where is the pinky nail? What? <laughs> That could be it. (laughs) Another witness claims to have seen the suspect. Yeah. Walking out of the woods covered in blood. And another witness, a strip club bouncer. You know, gotta Mm, put that in there. Of course. (laughs) Named Claude Bolton. Not, no relation to Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Or Michael. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Uh Bolton also states that while shaking hands with Maitland, he was slightly cut with Maitland's long pinky nail. What? Okay, this is no longer passing the vibe it check. It is, though. Like, we're getting creepy. Is that like vibes. cocaine? The long pinky nail? Is that what that means? Maybe. Drugs? Maybe. I don't know. I was going straight creep, but... Just like, he comes up and slices you with his little pinky nail. I don't know. <laughs> That's not where I was going, but... If that's where you want to take it. Um, there's a lot 
I mean, this is the actual, the whole breakdown of oh, the book. No, no, not no. just. Right, we should see how many stars it has on Goodreads because that's my fat. guess is that's a better rating. Not a lot. Not that Goodreads rating knows everything, but I feel like the people who are still reading Stephen King books right now probably really like Stephen King books. So if it's a low rating, like, do that I really tell want you to everything take that you need bullet? to know? What's yeah. it called? The Outsider. Yes. Out, not to be considered confused with the outsiders. True. By Stephen King. Well, it's got a three point nine eight, almost a four star rating. But not a four star rating. But not. I don't know, guys. <laughs> the cover does the look like your nail vibes. really. Like I see that cover and I'm like, you know what I want? Maybe you should read the Monsters. actual, uh, like. Summary though, because that was the whole plot that I was reading on Wikipedia, mm. which goes a little deeper than you need. Yeah, guys, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel this way all the time. Why can't we just have monsters sometimes? You know, why is it gotta be guys with pinky fingers? Like, <laughs> this is coming from a lifetime of being disappointed by Scooby Doo, isn't it? <laughs> it's always a guy in a mask. <laughs> Come on. Just this once. Monsters are scary. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I tend to in my like my knee jerk reaction is like, I don't really like Stephen King. But then I always come back to all the things I like. <laughs> so right. I have a complicated relationship. No, I feel the same way. And like I said, I think I like his writing style. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a lot of good to say, mm-hmm. like as far as teaching even, mm-hmm. um, and stories. Like he's he's got a gift. Yeah. I think he could calm the heck down. He could calm a little the heck bit. Down. He could. He could. Um, but probably I, good for him. <laughs> right. I, I think I like his stuff for the most yeah. part of what yeah. I've read of it and watched of it. Well, and I feel like I like the movies always, and mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I dislike about the books, they've stripped out of the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they've toned it down, they've tweaked it. Yeah. Like, I, I will still stand by, I think, like, It Chapter One is, like, one of the best, like, Halloween movies, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just fu- like it's scary, but it's not quite too far, you know, like it's a fun ride, and I feel like that captures everything he does well, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, do you have any closing thoughts? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think we covered it for the most part. Mm. So. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with some more spooky content. See you next time.